Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuhu. You're listening to the Qalam Podcast. Alhamdulillah, since last Ramadan, over 4 million people have benefited from, listened to, and downloaded the Qalam Podcast. Tens of thousands of people have benefited from and learned from the various classes, intensives, and seminars that Qalam provides. And inshallah, this Ramadan will be providing even more beneficial content, lectures, and programming for people all around the world, free of any cost or charge to them. In order for us to keep doing this work, we need your support, we need your help, we need you to be our partners in this Sadaqah Jariyah. Please go to supportqalam.com. That's support, Q-A-L-A-M, supportqalam.com, and provide your most generous support. Millions of people all around the world are insha'Allah, bi'idnillah, going to benefit from all of this work, and this will be your sadaqah jariyah for the eternal life of the hereafter. We really appreciate having you as part of the Qalam team and supporting us in this work, this mission, this cause. Jazakumullahu khairan. Wassalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuhu. Assalamu alaikum. Bismillah walhamdulillah wa salatu wa salamu ala rasulillahi wa ala alihi wa ashabihi ajma'in. One of the greatest feelings a person can have is when they are recognized. And we determine how we're recognized by the way that we're greeted. Right, when you walk into a place, when they smile, when they see you, how they address you. It's one of the reasons why here at Roots and at Qalam, we use the phrase welcome home because we want everyone to walk into this campus, to this building, to the facility, feeling like they're at home. And we know that when you walk into a room, you can feel when the people there are excited for you to be there. And unfortunately, you know, I'm sure that you've also felt maybe a little bit of tension when you didn't feel like your presence was wanted. So one of the gifts and the privileges that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gives to the people of paradise and this is also a, a larger discussion about how comprehensive the gifts of Jannah are. When everyone talks about Jannah, we speak about these large gifts. And even in the ayah that I'll be quoting, inshallah, tonight, there are mentions of these large gifts. Jannatin tajri min anhar khalidina fiha. That there will be gardens that are underneath these rivers that are flowing beautifully. And we learn from the hadith that the rivers, their banks are you know, gold and diamond and silver, and the rivers are whatever, the sweetest uh, uh, beverage that you can imagine. And there's all these mansions and palaces and these sites that are really the eyes have never seen as the Prophet ﷺ described. These are some of the big gifts that Allah Ta'ala has prepared for those people who enter paradise. May Allah make us amongst them. But one thing that shows you again that Allah is in fact our creator and our sustainer and our caretaker is that it's not always the big gifts that suffice for everybody when they enter into paradise. Of course, they will be overjoyed and happy, but some of us, in fact, maybe all of us, are just going to be so satisfied and so great, grateful to Allah at the simple moment of entering paradise 
when we receive our greeting as the residents of the garden. Just when you receive your greeting. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in Surah Ibrahim, verse number 23. So chapter 14, verse number 23. He describes the scene. وَأُدْخِلَ الَّذِينَ آمَنُوا وَعَمِلُوا الصَّالِحَاتِ And on that day, the people who believed, they tried their best, and they did whatever they could. And Amilu Salihat, by the way, when the, some of the Mufassireen, like Ibn Ashur and others, when they describe what this means, they describe that this is not the person that was perfect in all of their deeds, but it's the person that, you know, in basketball, sometimes they describe players as scrappy, right? They get buckets wherever they can. You don't necessarily notice them as being incredible talents on the floor, but at the end of the game, when you look at the box score, somehow they have 12 points. So, Amilu Salihat, those people that do good deeds, Ibn Ashur, he almost describes them in this way. And he was a master of, of language. And he said that it's the people that do their best in any given situation whenever they can. So when we read this verse or this description, we shouldn't feel distant from this person. And you think, well, I, I haven't done that many good deeds. Well, according to the Mufassirin, they say that, well, this is for anybody that, again, tried their hardest at a moment. And maybe they failed. Maybe they weren't perfect. But at least they tried. Allah Ta'ala, He says, That Allah Ta'ala doesn't look at the perfection of your image and the perfection of your presentation. Allah, in fact, doesn't stop at the presentation that you put forth. No, Allah looks at the status and the substance of your heart and how those moments inside of you manifested as good deeds. So many of us have the intention to do good and we try our best. And even though sometimes we fall short, Allah still includes us in this. That these people will be given this incredible gift. They'll be entering and they'll see all of these incredible luxurious mansions and these abodes and homes. And think about it. You're never going to have a moment of stress you're never going to have another bill to pay. You're never going to have to pick up another phone call from someone, from a telemarketer. All of these life difficulties. You're never going to have to renew your Costco membership. All of these life difficulties. SubhanAllah. These are our difficulties. Allah forgive us, man. These are our difficulties. SubhanAllah. Any stress that you felt will be gone when you enter those first two steps into paradise. Imam Ahmed, rahimahullah, when he was being put through a very difficult situation in his life, his son asked him, he said, Ya Abi, Meta Rah. He asked his father when he saw his father being tortured by the government for not adopting an opinion that was wrong. He said, Oh my father, when are we gonna find rest? When is this gonna end? This dunya is too tiring. And Imam Ahmed responded, My son, with those first two steps into paradise. That's when we're gonna find rest. So Allah Ta'ala, He continues and He says that they will be given بِإِذْنِ رَبِّهِمْ تَحِيَّتُهُمْ فِيهَا سَلَامٌ That's when you know you've made it. You know, some of the Sahaba, they said that when I enter my first step into Jannah, Abu Bakr was famous for this statement, I wouldn't be confident until my second foot also got in. It's almost like when you enter somewhere and you can't believe it's real. But the moment that you know it's real is when you hear the angels and the residents and the inhabitants, and insha'Allah you hear from our Lord Himself, Allah, this phrase, Salam, Udu Khuluha bi Salam, Dhalika Yomul Khulud, 
Everything that you struggled with in this life up until that moment will disappear at that very moment. Allah Ta'ala when he describes Allah Ta'ala when he describes the people of paradise he says on that day almost like this surreal moment Jannah will be brought to them they're not even going to have to go to Jannah you know imagine how many of you if Jannah was 10 steps away you would walk 10 steps raise your hand would you walk 10 steps for Jannah would you walk a mile how about 5 miles how about 20 miles give any number you'd walk it huh on that day you're not going to have to walk an inch on that day, the angels will bring Jannah to you. Why? You already did your work. You already did what you had to do. And then Allah describes, No longer is it far away. Why? Because in this life, we hear of Jannah, we say, One day, inshallah. One day, inshallah. Allah says in the Quran, No longer far away. This is what you were promised. This is what you were guaranteed for the person that constantly turned back to Allah and did their best to protect their heart and their soul. We ask Allah Ta'ala to greet us in Jannah with Salam. We ask Allah Ta'ala to make us amongst those people who entered Dar as Salam. We ask Allah Ta'ala to give us that peace that we are searching for in paradise, Ya Rabbil Alameen. Oh Allah, we ask you to never let our eyes and hearts be taken off of the goal of paradise. Oh Allah, we ask you that when we are in these tough moments, when we are judging between our dunya and our akhirah, oh Allah, allow us always to pick our akhirah. Ya Rabbil Alameen, wa sallillahum ala sayyidina wa nabina Muhammad wa ala alihi wa sahbihi wa sallam tasneeman kathira. Jazakumullah khairan. Just a brief announcement, inshallah. I know that many people uh, are going to be leaving for home potentially now. The night is over for some. But uh, in the back hall, in the multi-purpose hall, we would ask that the sisters, uh, maybe if you can, squeeze to the right as much as possible so that we do have some overflow for the brothers. The brothers are praying over here on the vinyl tile. We just want to have a small amount of space. We'll put a divider, inshallah. But right now, the sisters have, have mashallah, been amazing. They've dominated the whole space, which is great. But we need a little, it goes, it goes far back. So if we could just have a little bit of room uh, uh, near the door, near the entryway, and we'll put a divider there for the brothers that are coming, inshallah, we would really, really appreciate it. May Allah Ta'ala make room for you in Jannah like you make room for everybody else. Amin, Ya Rabbi.